0: So here's how the podcast is going to work for a bit. Jake, regarding Jake, Jake is going off uh, to basic for a bit, for a couple months. So me and him decided to just bank a bunch of podcasts up. And what we decided to bank were just uh, us doing a bunch of top tens. He's going to be gone for a bit, but I still wanted him on the podcast. I still wanted him here. So instead, we've got a bunch of top tens prepared. We record them all in advance, and you're going to be getting them once a month For every month he's gone so we've got um at least like 10 or 11 of these banked up for now until and then we might do some more in the future i this is going to give me a break in the long run because putting these out every once a week could be a little taxing but this will give me a a break period so i'm really glad to do i'm really glad and i'm gonna the podcast has been a lot of fun and to and i think me and jake we're nerds about enough stuff that we can keep we can keep a conversation about like our 10 favorite bands or movies we've got we've got a bunch lined up that i think you guys are gonna really enjoy so uh this first one i think is bands i think it's what we did first it was either bands or movies either way either way whichever one you're getting we we have insanely nerdy conversations about it and we really enjoyed it was cool it was really cool to see Jake's opinions and mine and where we're similar and where we're different because when we, when we have two friends that are this similar, it's cool to see wh- where we share and where we differ. So that's today's top 10 bands probably. So take care.
1: But yeah, right. we'll work our way down because it's good to
0: so suspense. We've both compiled. This is different from the normal podcast where we we normally just kind of shoot the shit for a bit and yeah. chat about. But today we have we have compiled a list. I, I talked about it in the intro and shit, like the what the whole reason we're banking a bunch of podcasts. But um, the first, so we've decided to just do a bunch of top tens or top. Just talk about some of our favorite stuff. Yeah, which I think is a good way to do it. Uh, and the, the, these are probably going to be a little bit shorter The normal podcast runs. I try to keep them around two hours, but they're going to be a little bit shorter. Maybe a little bit. We'll see. We might just ramble. It might be longer than normal. <laughs> I don't know how this goes. I mean, I don't
1: know because I feel like we'll, I feel like we have a lot to talk about with these. I feel like that both me and you can definitely give some information on these artists. Or so these today we're doing or whatever we're doing our top
0: ten. Today we're doing our top ten make sure by the way, I forgot to check this make this make sure our I mixer because mine was not pointed the right way. Audio technica. That's the band. So today we're doing uh our top ten musicians and bands. So this can be a list of... it's gonna be ten of what we consider our favorite bands or musicians singular. Yeah. So I'm thinking the way, best way to do this would be if we do like, I'll do 10, you do 10, yeah. and we'll nine, nine. nine, nine. Yeah. If there is overlap, like we say the same one, which we might because we're pretty similar, yeah. we'll just talk about that person then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but
1: only if we have it for the same number because if I have the same one as you, but yours is earlier in the list, do I tell you that?
0: Yes. Already I'm going to wait. I feel like if you've already said like one of my artists that I should be like, hey, that's mine. That's one of my numbers. There's a high chance that one of mine my higher numbers is one of yours. So if we do that, yeah. we'll wait till it's the higher number. Okay. Okay. So we'll do that. My number or do you want to go first or should I go number first? No, you got it. My number ten, my tenth favorite band, mm-hmm. the bare naked ladies. All right. I there's a certain mood that this band gets me into as opposed to other bands. You're going to see a pattern of... There's a lot of rock in my list and there's a lot of comedy. Yeah. But th- this one's kind of the outlier for some of it. Because their, their sound is very... It's very, like... Uh, wholesome's not the word, but it's very, like, upbeat. Yeah. Like, no, I, I like you. listening... If I listen to one of their songs, it will put me in a good mood.
1: Yeah. It's like a... Like, some... More bright rock, you know, because some rock you really get into the territory where it's
0: like, either <clears throat> like very. We should not have eaten pizza before this. I, I didn't know. I tell us we are. Filled I knew that with would happen. Mucous.
1: I could feel it building up, and I was like,
0: <clears throat> I'm just gonna drink
1: water every time I feel the urge. But you know, you get into some of those some of those rock bands that are more hard rock, but Bare Naked Ladies is definitely most of their songs are bright and and happy, or or
0: maybe not even happy, just just real on some level. Like specifically, if I had to pick, like. I think we should do song recommendations for each one, too. What do you think my favorite Bare Naked Lady song is? I was thinking One Week. It's Not One Week. One Week is pretty good. And that's, like, the one I think most people know. Yeah. I think it's, it's been in movies and stuff, and people know I think it. they're probably best known for the Big Bang Theory theme song, though. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fair. I think Odds Are is my favorite song. So Odds Are, We're Gonna Be Alright. Yeah. Um... I don't know why, but that song really crushes a bunch of anxiety for me. Yeah. It's just like, I generally have a pretty fuck it attitude, but I do struggle with anxiety a lot. It is something I struggle with, something I deal with, and I use music as a lot of a coping mechanism, like I know a lot of people do, but that song in particular can really turn my mood around. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, struck. By lightning sounds pretty frightening. Yeah. It, it just, it, I guess it's a morbidity or a, yeah, morbidity thing. Whereas I'm like, it's depressing, but it's such a light tone. It's like watching Nightmare F- Before Christmas. Yeah. Where it's like, this okay. is morbid, but it's cool. Or like a Corpse Bride or any Tim Burton movie.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely know some songs like and, that where I get, I get down, even though they're like really dark or really like, you know, sometimes you have to get into stuff like that.
0: If I had to give three song recommendations for them, I think that's how we'll do this. Three song recommendations for each. I would do Odds Are, um, Did I Say That Out Loud, which is a really good love song. Yeah. And Be My Yoko Ono. (laughs) I don't know why, but that Uh, song does kind of dig at Yoko Ono. Yeah. And I find it a little funny. She kind of deserves it. Well, should I really be trashing Yoko Ono <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> on a music list? That's a, that's a Beatles conversation for another time. Well. Well, just, we might. Yeah,
1: I was about to say, just, <laughs> just give me a few numbers. And... All right, you're number 10. <laughs> all right, my number 10 is actually, and I did a lot of rearranging
0: because... Mm. I, so did I. Dude, the number 10 spots were the hardest for me to collect.
1: Honestly, because I didn't want to put any of these at the bottom because I love all these artists, but like... Objectively looking at the ones I listen to the most and the ones I know the most songs by, I had to kind of choose, and my number ten is Foreigner. All um, right, and Foreigner, and it's weird because Foreigner is one of the few that I've actually seen live, and but they ended up at number ten. But still, like, I just I've known Foreigner for a long time, and I've always loved. I think my first song into with him was
0: Jukebox Hero. Yeah, I think it's one most people know, which is like just one of the most epic songs. That, I know. that song has such a good build up. Like it, yes. it, it, it's like a three act play where it's just like, and, and we, it's just that slow fade in. Yeah, we can't sing a lot of these because I don't want to have to deal with that. Oh, I'm, um, <laughs> I'll try to do the instrumentals in my mouth yeah. and not say the lyrics. Uh, not many lyrics, at least. So that song has a really good lead in where it's like it's slowly climbing and climbing, climbing until like the second the chorus hit and it's like, yeah. that one guitar bow. Oh, damn. It's, I love, I do love it's jukebox good hero. Is Oh, no, but
1: I mean another song. I think because Jukebox Hero is definitely one of my recommendations because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite songs by them. But I, I probably should pick one of their happier songs. But I really, really like Blue Morning, Blue Day. Mm-hmm. That is like just for a while that was one of my favorite like songs to listen to and to sing just because it's so like the the leading for that one is also really good where it's like the da da no 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 no, no. This all this podcast like, is
0: gonna be is us just going. <laughs> <laughs> People better be on board for it, all right? Because <laughs> that's what you got an hour of this. This is talent. Uh what about waiting for a girl like you? That's like that. the one I like a lot. Mm. And I think it's because of Footloose. And I see I like their ballads like I Wanna Know What
1: Love Is and, and uh, mm. Waiting for a Girl Like You but I just really like their their rock songs. So I got to think of my. We'll get to ballads here in a bit on mine too. I really want to. I don't know because I've got a few foreigner songs I could put it for my, my third recommendation. Yeah.
0: I've already got Spotify open on my phone. I'm like, I'm just gonna make sure. I should have I, prepared for this. <laughs> I'm gonna be prepared for everything.
1: Uh, see, Double Vision is stuck in my head right now. <laughs> but I don't know if I'd say Double Vision is my.
0: Cold as ice. That could that could be my third recommendation. it's a it's a classic but it's definitely i think foreigner is one of those bands that people know more of their songs than they think definitely
1: foreigner has they've they have such a big catalog of like famous rock songs that Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't even know it's them um unless you're like an actually a fan of rock or fan of them to it but they've got a pretty recognizable sound so it's just like it's just a matter of knowing what they sound
0: like so jukebox hero uh blue morning blue day blue morning blue day and
1: then cold as ice cold as ice
0: those good songs. Those are good songs across the board.
1: No, I'm I'm really excited to get like up to number one because I've
0: got a and lot of two, songs. <laughs> my number nine, I know I can't talk about it now because it's gonna be high, way higher on your list. I know for a fact is Billy Joel. Oh,
1: number nine. He's
0: number nine, and it, I it. No, it's okay. It's okay. He he was Not almost bad. higher, but like there was. I just we'll get to it in a when we get to your Yeah because I'm sure he's way higher on your list. <laughs> yes, he's he's very very high on my list. Um so what's your number 9?
1: Uh my number 9 is actually Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's okay.
0: another band that I didn't
1: want to put low on the list, but
0: I I've just not guess, heard enough of Chili Peppers.
1: Which that's another band just like foreigner that you hear some of their songs and you don't even realize that you knew it like and especially being a 2000s kid um them still being popular past the 90s like we we know a lot
0: of their songs. Yeah, we do. I remember Californication and Under the Bridge. And I, I also love them like for they have this really weird thing about California
1: where they always use California to yeah. like talk about the like worst of society, especially <laughs> like western society obviously. So like Californication and Danny California and songs like that,
0: like they just trash on. I it feel like completely. Green Day did the exact opposite where they t- they attacked the East Coast more. <laughs> Green Day just <laughs> They were... uh, Meanwhile, they got a Broadway show.
1: And it's weird that... I I would say Red Hot Chili Peppers remind me more of, like, California sound Mm -hmm. than Green Day does, but Green Day is more,
0: like, against... I don't know. There's a certain vibe that... Describe that. that The Chili Peppers gave off where anyone I know from from the West Coast knows the Chili Peppers and they're into it. Like, they're deep into it.
1: And if I was gonna if I was gonna give my favorites, I would say "Danny California" is like one of my favorite songs by them, mm-hmm. just because it tells a really good story and it's got that like I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna do the musical my sound with for every artist. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Go listen like it, to it, like that bouncing like intro they have. I lo- I like that. And mm-hmm. then "Can't Stop" is another one I love by them. That guitar solo at the very beginning where it's like i don't have to do this one's like. I love that one. And then I guess, these are some good ones, but I guess Snow Heyo
0: is it's just a really, really good vibe song by them. That's a band I'm really wanting to get more into. Like I know I've I've scratched the surface, but I haven't delved into that. And I know friends who are really into them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing about me too is I will. The further we get into the list, I think the more obscure I can. I can talk about a band, but yeah. some of these, like I'd know them for their most famous songs because, like, I know a lot of bands for their most famous yeah. songs. But, so, yeah, they're really they're good
0: songs. All right, we go into number eight. Mm-hmm. My number eight comedy legend Weird Al Yankovic. Oh my god! I could not uh. neglect Weird Al from this list. Yeah, Weird Al Yankovic is one of. He just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame last year. He did, which is insane to me yeah. because he his brand of comedy. I think everyone likes it. Like I don't. I have. I'm sure there's people that don't like Weird Al Yankovic, but I don't know them. Yeah, it's yeah, not talk to me about that. I don't know one trash. person who can say they hate every Weird Al song. There's some even I'm not like huge on. Yeah, I mean, he takes he takes some very. Like, what we were talking
1: about, like, fat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the kind of song that you're like, oh my gosh, childish to laugh at, but it's so
0: funny sometimes. It's like <laughs> <a good laughs> brand of humor. I can't tell you the lyrics to bad. Like, actually, I can't. Because, no matter what, if I hear that melody, I don't think of that. I think of fat. I have to, because my, because a few
1: Weird Al songs are my Spotify shuffle. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can't tell the difference between the real song. And the Weird ass song, because his songs are usually tuned up a bit. Yeah, they're normally hear, a little like, bit they're higher. They're a higher pitch,
0: here. and they're normally a little bit faster.
1: Yeah, but sometimes I just can't tell. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, God,
0: wh- who is this? Amish Paradise, I have that thing with, where yeah. it's like, I- is this Gangster's Paradise or is this Amish Paradise? I'm not sure yet. I've gotten good at uh, telling the difference between Smells Like Nirvana and
1: Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs>
0: <That's>, that, <laughs> see, that song is such a good parody of another band. Yeah. I think even Kurt Cobain talked about, like, he knew he made it when... Weird Al Yankovic did a cover of him. That's amazing. I, I, I
1: love that versus someone like Prince who
0: like would not let Weird Al cool with it. Yeah, he just like was, don't cover my songs. It's just like no, don't. Which I don't know what Prince song would make a good Weird Al, but like this, this is the guy who made an entire mel like polka melody out of Hamilton. <laughs> you know, and it it's another one of those things that just makes me happy. Yeah, like th- these. And looking at, like, song lists, like, my favorite songs I've noticed are, like, the ones where he really kind of goes off the wall with some stuff. Yeah. If I had to pick, my first recommendation is the Hamilton polka. Yeah. It takes, I think it was, it's almost every song from the musical Hamilton and put into, like, this five-minute song with, like, <laughs> the accordion going and yeah. it. It's hilarious because it's, it's, I guess it's a satire, but, like. It takes this very like hot, like this musical that's held to a certain level of respect and yeah. it's like we're going to knock it down a peg and yeah. make it fun and make it cool. Even though the, the musical is fun, but like yeah. there's a certain level of um like it takes itself seriously. Yeah, it takes itself seriously, but you, but the music itself is good. Yeah. Like I like Hamilton, but I think I like the Hamilton Polka more. <laughs> No, my second recommendation probably the saga begins just cuz i'm such a movie guy yeah no i like I'd i love american pie american pie is a good song yeah but the saga begins that this goes back to like fat where sometimes i get the verses confused yeah like i every time it's the um in any time i hear american pie and it gets to the the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I, my brain immediately starts thinking of, "I'm still here, and he's a ghost." <laughs> Dude, that's that's
1: actually one of the few Weird Al like covers that I know all the words to, and all the words to the original song. Yeah, same. So
0: it's like I love being able to switch back and forth, like <laughs> like on the fly. And that <laughs> why, song why, this is probably <laughs> that song is probably the closest to its original. Yeah,
1: and it works so well. Like it, it works really, really, he well. found a way to make it like. And he's telling
0: the story of, of, the. I guess he's telling the story of the all the prequels or just the first one? Just Phantom Menace. Okay. In fact, when a buddy of mine, when Force Awakens came out, we watched every Star Wars movie in leading up to going to the theater. Yeah. Except Phantom Menace because we ran out of time.
1: <laughs> but you could just listen to we this We were song? like,
0: we're not going to have time for this, but he needs to see three. Yeah. So we'll skip the Phantom Menace and just have you listen to this song. I mean, it, it tells you everything. It like. really <laughs> does. It's just a recap of the at, at one of the like not greatest Star Wars movies. Yeah, like that's a discussion for another time. Your number eight. Oh wait, third recommendation for weird. Al- oh, third out. Weird. Uh, yeah. Ooh, let me. Um, what did I say? I said Hamilton Polka, Saga, said Begins, Saga Begins,
1: yeah,
0: and Party in the CIA. I I, can, I don't, don't know, know the lyrics too. I don't know the lyrics to "Party in the USA," but "Party in the CIA" makes me crack up because it's a little bit darker. It's yeah. a little bit darker. It's like <laughs> it's because it, it makes yeah. references to waterboarding and cyanide pills. Yeah, it, it it's um, <laughs> a little darker for his thing or um another darker or not even darker but a cr- one of his cruder songs, which he's not a crude comedian or a crude artist. Yeah, but Jerry Springer. Oh yeah, uh, that song. I'm like, I could see that. This definitely sounds like a song. That's the one week parody, isn't it? Yeah, it's the one week parody, which might be why I like it. (laughs) Uh, that song, I could absolutely. It's funny, and I could see it coming from a lot of other people. But for some reason, Weird Al, it's like this is different. But I still like it. It's still a good song.
1: Yeah. All All right, right,
0: you're number eight. So my number eight is actually a very different change from uh, my last two. <laughs> yeah, mine wasn't from,
1: <laughs> but it's one that it's one that I've actually I've actually liked a lot. Reminds me of Greg Middleton,
0: <laughs> our buddy Greg from. It's uh, one of the greatest actors I've ever met.
1: Justin Timberlake. <laughs> okay, <laughs> number eight because and not just because of his regular songs. Yeah, like I think he's put out some really good solo stuff. But I still will stand on the fact that Justin Timberlake is one of my favorite feature artists ever. Mm-hmm. And I know that rap came along and kind of like took over the feature artist industry. Mm-hmm. But Justin Timberlake was doing it before anyone was. Because he was on songs like like Dead and Gone um, with T.I. And he was on songs like... What's that other one? He's not credited in...
0: Oh, God, I can't remember. I, I honestly don't know... Anything about Justin Timberlake? He's he's just really a really really good feature artist. Like if you get I him no, I do know a few of these songs.
1: What is another one he's featured on? I'm just gonna because I don't want to say his feature songs for my recommendations yeah. because I feel like I should give the guy some credit. For credit, his, for his work. but his
0: features are good.
1: Yeah, but he's he's very very good when he comes on a song. But I like some of his early 2000s stuff more than his new stuff. Um, so I'd say my three recommendations are probably "Cry Me a River" mm-hmm. the first one. Um because that song just freaking beautiful like the way it comes in with the rain and the music video is also amazing
0: like oh we should yeah I, there's some music videos that we need to
1: and the way he calls out Britney Spears in the music like <laughs> by having an actor that looks just like her like cuz he he was definitely trying to yeah. like call her out it was it's great <laughs> early 2000s drama but anyways what goes around comes around is probably my second recommendation for him mm. um and then i'd say i guess my love with ti Mm-hmm. Like, cause that one's—I that one's know one you can still play today. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's
0: just—it's not my scene.
1: Yeah, but if these are all songs that I would play at a party and people would still get pumped hump, up to, even if they didn't know them, but they are pretty. I feel like if you heard at least one of these, you'd recognize it, especially what goes I'm around sure. comes around.
0: Yeah, I—I I know that one. Yeah. It just th- there's my—I—I I might have a boomer's brain. Yeah. <laughs> and the f- fact that like my brain, like there's there's a certain era of music that i really enjoy and then i i don't there's no music i really hate is the thing yeah but there's just music i haven't been exposed to enough to like it you have to really like because some people the
1: reason they don't like music is because they're not open-minded about it yeah they hear it and they hear that it's different and they're like ew like this doesn't sound like the kind of stuff i listen to but the way i find that if you can find a beat or if you can find a lyric that you like, if you can find anything to like about that song, then you can eventually learn to like the song. Mm. So uh, that's that's what I like to that's what I like to do that's
0: why I listen to so much random stuff. It's just because my I t- can find anything. My tastes have been all over the place for years. Yeah, it's like you get an you get an '80s Cyndi Lauper song and then like <laughs> a death metal song from Japan. Yeah, um, like Russian rap is one of the ones. jeez! Oh <laughs> I got into all right are we up to 7? Where are we at? Yeah. Okay. My number 7 is a YouTube uh he's in the video game music community. One of the greatest guitarists I've ever seen, Family Jewels. Huh. I don't know if I've ever shown you his stuff before. If it has played in my car, it's just been like he does a lot of um it, it's instrumental rock or metal covers of video game music. Yeah. And in recent years it has just become Become my go to background music. Yeah, he his music is used in live streams I watch constantly. Um, he he worked on some some of my favorite games, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Mm. Um, that song I showed you, Metal Mancy, I think specifically is what it was. Don't yeah. quote me on that. Uh, he and you also told me about like death metal. Death metal is the boss that, play, that metal Mancy okay, plays that Metalmancy plays on. Um, and. He does it with other content creators. It's really cool. He he shreds. Like yeah. watching this dude play guitar. There's a video of him playing guitar with a broken wrist at one point. Because he didn't know his hand was broken. He was like a guitar <sighs> fell on it, but he still was playing. Yeah. And it he the other thing I like is just he will um he's also a speedrunner. He streams on Twitch. And um, he's spe- speedrun uh, Super Mario sixty four Banjo Kazooie, and I think he currently owns the world record for Tony Hawk Pro Skater on N sixty four. Yeah, specifically the N sixty four port. Too, Whoa, yeah, which is say, not I the per- think- being a which <laughs> is not like the way people play that game normally. Yeah, um, and he's funny. He he'll put up the clips online and stuff, but his music itself, it's just. There some of his the songs there is some there's some background lyrics and or um I think his girlfriend does a lot of singing with him. Yeah. His um if I had to pick three songs to really recommend to really get a good idea of what he's about, like what his style is a lot like, I would have to say um oh what's it called? Rock Club, which is a song from Scott Pilgrim vs. The world the game. Which that game is baller if 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 if, if no and it just got re released on like a bunch of consoles and stuff not too long ago yeah and it that's a really good one the other one I'll recommend is Butterfly which is a DDR song uh yeah. that one has Adriana singing backup or singing the singing the lyrics to the song yeah um and it's just DDR song and of course I love DDR, I love a lot of game stuff. And the final one I'll probably throw in here. Okay. See, this is hard because, like, I want to do something that's going to really. I know. I know. I wanted to do something that, like, really shows off just how good this guy is. Yeah. Um, It's going it's to be a combination of two. And I think it's from one of my favorite games of all time, Xenoblade Chronicles, which is a game I've talked about to you. Yeah. Um, it's, what's the name of the song? It, you Will Know Our Names and Garu Plains. Two of the greatest songs from that game. Yeah. And he does these metal versions of these, what were, or, um, like these huge orchestra songs. Yeah. And he puts, he does it in this metal context, but with just as much effort yeah. and is just as much grandness as an entire orchestra. Yeah. But it's this dude.
1: I think it's so fascinating how people can like take a song and port it to their own like cover style. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've really interested in that lately because And this is not the last really cover artist on yeah. here
0: for the record. There's one more and we'll get to him in a bit. I know you know it. I almost I, say it.
1: I also feel like I I wanna like stop at number four and see if we can guess each other's top three.
0: Yeah, we'll do we'll <laughs> do that. We'll definitely do that.
1: Because If you don't say certain artists, then I'm just gonna guess they're in your top three because mm-hmm. I know Okay. Okay. So go right go now?
0: check out it's Family Jewels, uh, formerly Family Jewel Seven X, which I think he's talked about was in a reference to his Avenged Sevenfold. Oh my gosh! Uh, but he was like, I think his exact words were, "I don't want my my name to look like a Xbox Live gamer tag. <laughs> so, um, so you're number seven. I know I rambled, but see,
1: I I don't know if you have this one on your list. I know it's probably an artist you like, mm-hmm. but these. These guys are just really good for workout songs for me, even though like, they're
0: a very, very famous band. Mm-hmm. It's ACDC. Okay. ACDC did not make my list, and I'm sad I didn't put it as an honorable mention. I do have some honorable mentions.
1: I've, I'll say I've got three honorable mentions. We'll get
0: to there. I, ACDC is like, I think the quote that I heard that summed it up the best was it was like someone was talking about. I saw some video of a guy that's like make any ACDC song learn these three chords and talk and, and sing in this type of voice. Yeah. Um and there was a quote from one of the one of the band members he was like I'm sick of people saying we put out nine albums that all sound the same. <laughs> we put out 10 albums that all sounded the same.
1: The funny thing is that like they changed lead singers. Like mm-hmm. by back in black, I mean Back in Black was the first album they had with a new lead singer. And he just nailed their their original sound that they had on stuff. I'm pretty sure "Fly on the Wall" was earlier than "Back in Black," but if yes, you listen to so. like an earlier album and then any album after "Back in Black," like you might not be able to tell them they're the <laughs> lead singers. I have
0: the vinyl for "Back in Black" up there,
1: dude. I just I I know that like like I said earlier, I like a lot of basic songs from mm-hmm. artists. So like my favorite ACDC songs. I guess I'll go ahead and go in the suggestions now that I'm branching off into it. Um, I'd say. One of my first suggestions is "Shoot to Thrill." Shoot to Thrill is really just good. Really, really love that
0: song. Um, but it's a good workout. You're right; it's a great workout track. All their, their stuff they, is they, just really good to get all, pumped up like that. They had such a. And when I was talking about the quote and thing, it was like I'm not trashing it. They had a niche that they were extremely good at. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know I know a lot of
1: bands that do that exact thing. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of their songs sound the same.
0: But but they do their one thing great.
1: Yeah, and all they all they need to do is change like a bass line or mm-hmm. a guitar track or something like that, and I will instantly like fall in love with this new song that sounds mm, pretty similar.
0: And would use some pretty out there instruments at the time, like the bagpipes in A Long Way to the Top. That's probably my favorite ACDC song is A Long Way to the Top. Yeah, because ha- you made the bagpipes rock. You yeah. know. <laughs>
1: But also, uh, second recommendation, uh, "Dirty Deeds Done
0: Dirt Cheap." Didn't think it was gonna play. Yeah, I would mute your phone. It just started playing right when I said it. I'm gonna go ahead and hug. uh
1: Yeah, you... I'm gonna turn the sound off. That scared me. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, look at the timer, just in case. Like it was just a little flash of it. But I know. I don't think it'll be an issue. I don't know what they can get us for. I I don't <laughs>
0: think it will be an it, I don't think it will be an issue, especially because no one watches the show. But. <laughs>
1: If somebody finds it and decides to snitch on us, then they're just... Dicks. Yeah, they're just being Someone out that there. doesn't
0: like me. It's, um, it's one of our personal enemies. So, what? it was and Shoot to Thrill, Dirty Deeks, Dungeon, Cheap.
1: And I... Again, at the risk of being basic, I'd say Thunderstruck. It's Thunderstruck. I've had Thunderstruck on my phone for, like, since I was in middle school. I think. <laughs> so, I just... It's a classic.
0: Yeah. And I think... Like, that... that they use a lot of ACDC and, um... In Iron Man two, and it yeah. really is the perfect tone for that movie too. It, it, like especially
1: when he when he flies in, in Avengers, in to Avengers shoot to shoot the thrill, and it yes.
0: lands, he lands. It it happens twice. He does it in Iron Man two and in Avengers, and yeah. both times when he lands, it's right as it's the chorus. So it's, it's shoot, the shoot the thrill. Yeah.
1: Oh my! God. I just I love those scenes. I think that they They're I think they great. really use Iron. Iron Man's music, like, awesome. I think that they really picked some good songs for that movie. But, all right. Okay. So we're at number six. We're we at number six already?
0: Okay. My number six, I'm sorry, but it was a tie. I could okay. not put one of these bands above the other. Yeah. And it was such It was such a trial for this list, because I was like, I can't leave this band out. I just can't. But also, it's like 10 is not enough. <laughs> so I, I was like... I'm going to tie these two. Okay. Poison and Def Leppard. All
1: right. All right. I get I get that. These could I have been a little
0: bit higher too, but I this is where I put, stuck them. So Def Leppard, I like them because they're a rock band. And I know this list is just full of rock. And if you're not into rock, this is, these aren't going to be your bands. <laughs> yeah. But I got a few comedy bands on here too. I was about to say, wait for me. I've got a few different tone bands. Yeah. Um, Def Leppard, I was, I was even looking into, like, uh, learning, doing some bass and learning some of their songs. Yeah. What I realized is, part of the reason I like it is because they're a rock band, but they're a little bit slower. Yeah. And they've always been that way. It's not because, and one of, and this is one of the things I love about the band, I find so cool. Rick Allen is their drummer, and he's missing an arm. Yeah. And he wasn't always missing an arm. He lost his arm after Def Leppard was already a success. Wasn't it, wasn't it a car crash? That it, it was yeah. a car crash, I think.
1: I'm pretty sure I've, I heard it on like, the radio story.
0: Regardless, that's that's not why it's a little bit slow. It's because it's just their style. Like their yeah. style is like you have these really like in your face, grandiose type uh, rock songs yeah. that are take it take their time and go. I think spe- specifically, if you look at like the baseline for Pour Some Sugar on Me, it's it's pretty damn slow. The tempo is real slow. Yeah, it's it's a really they in contrast. Poison, Poison was the Poison and Def Leppard were two of the bands alongside Twisted Sister, who is one of my honor- honorable mentions, mm-hmm. that my mother grew up with, and she showed me when I was very young. Probably younger than I should have been <laughs> for those bands, but that Poison would also have this kind of vibe, like that hair metal vibe.
1: Mm.
0: And I guess that, that probably inspired a little bit of how I treat myself and look. <laughs> They're both just rocking bands. Yeah. And I know I know one teacher I had in pres- specifically could not stand Def Leppard, oh my God. and I don't know why. I don't know why he just didn't was like a him. Music teacher or it's, just a regular teacher? No, he was a history teacher. Okay, yeah, he had no, he had no opinion. <laughs> no, nah, he he was, he was he's, he's actually a really good drummer. Wait, we know, oh, you, know, exactly, know exact, you know, exactly okay. who this one was because you had him.
1: Okay, yeah, then, never mind. He has, he has a really, <laughs> he has good opinions. Yeah, he's very smart. With he's
0: music. just, he's it. But for both of these bands, they're just like my rockers. Yeah, like if I just want that 80s style rock to blow my eardrums out. Yeah, and rebel just rebel and be like like as a teenager just rock to this. Yeah. It was it was these two. Um if I had to give my recommendation, Def Leopard. Oh, let me pull up the playlist cuz it's hard. For Def Leopard, easily my top pick would be Photograph. If you haven't heard Photograph, it's this really good song. Um about this guy falling in love with this woman he finds in a photograph. Yeah. Which I I find, a hilarious. Yeah. But B, the song is really freaking good. I hate that it shares the same name as that Nickelback song.
1: <laughs> I think the funny thing about that one is, obviously, the Nickelback song has a lot of name recognition and yeah. sound recognition. But I think Photograph is actually a very very recognizable song once you hear it. Yeah, I especially think it that is chorus. Too. Like,
0: um, if I had to do number two. It would be Rock of Ages, where it has that opening lead of, like, the... I think it's German when yeah. they're talking. You went real wide at it when you looked at your phone. You all right? Sorry, I said... I think somebody died. What? <laughs> no, sorry. It's not somebody that I know.
1: Okay. I just, I just... It said two years, like, we'll remember you forever. And I was like, <laughs> oh,
0: shoot. <laughs> okay. Okay, neglecting your phone messages. Um, Rock of Ages is another one of the like. You'll really see it in that song, I think, where I'm talking about. They're a little bit slower, but they're still full of energy. Yeah. And then, uh, my third recommendation would be "Make Love Like a Man," All right. which it sounds like a <laughs> the song's not as bad as you think. It's it's it, it, it's it's another rocker. Yeah. It says if and now for Poison, Poison. Uh, I've I've definitely been listening to since I was way too young. And I got deeper into it. Of course, like, people know, like, Talk Dirty to Me and Every Rose Has It's Thorn. I will recommend Every Rose Has It's Thorn, but if I want to give some deeper cuts... It's one of their very few ballads. Yeah, their pal- ballads are good. Yeah. Like, as much people talk about Every Rose Has It's Thorn, I actually really like Something to Believe In. Something to Believe In is a good song. Yeah. And it's... it's there's emotion in that i I think on some level, I can not connect to, but I can I feel with them when they're doing that song, yeah, but three recommendations would definitely be uh, maybe I'll do something to believe in as one of them uh your mama don't dance, I really like, mm-hmm. and one okay, a little bit out there, they did a cover of what I like about you, oh. And I like it better than the original song. I could see that though. Like I, I've never heard it, but and also with like them covering that. the the sexual undertones of that band, they yeah. they change <laughs> it. To, they make it really really good. All right, what are we? at? You're on six now. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Six is another tone change, and five will be also very different from yeah. this one. But we'll see. six is uh, Maroon Five. Okay, and no, Maroon I could five, see. I expected that to be for you. Yeah, because it's just like it's not even because I. Like, think they're just, like, the most amazing artists, which they are. They're very talented. But it's honestly mostly a nostalgia thing for me. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, all these songs that I know by them,
0: I remember hearing when I was a kid. And just, you're right. In fact, Maroon 5 is the band I constantly remember playing at the roller rink that we would go to in middle school and high school. Yeah. Every Saturday night, people would go to that. (laughs) Roller Link, it was the hangout spot, and Maroon 5 was always playing. Yeah. You're totally right. And
1: the weird thing is, I don't like... I don't even like some of their most famous r- recent songs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that song Sugar? Nope. It's like, I I like it, I just don't like it as much as some of their older stuff. Like, uh, This Love and She Will Be Loved are both classics. And then, this one's actually more of a deeper cut with Maroon 5. It's called Harder to Breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really love, like... I love the way that they they just the to tone of this song, and I love the way that they like added the actual like they quiet it down and it's doing the yeah. <laughs> on harder to breathe like it's it's amazing. But I'd say recommendation for them, harder to breathe, makes me wonder, and wake up call. Cool. Three three really really good songs by them. I don't even need to explain those those three. I just think if people listen to them, you'll either remember them or you'll love them or both. <laughs>
0: I, I I love how when the difference between how me and you analyze stuff, and I'm like I go so deep in the bands and the movies. And stuff. It, when we do movies here in a bit, it's gonna take us forever for me yeah. to get through this stuff. But you were talking about we're moving. Huh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you were talking what, about five. this is your nostalgia band. No, my number five is my nostalgia band. Okay. Can you guess it? I I'm well. I, I bet you can. What do you think my middle school band was? See, I know that.
1: I I want to guess this one for your top three though, so I don't want to say Rush.
0: Okay, it's you now we'll get there. My middle school band was Skillet. Oh my! oh I should have known that one. Now that now that you say it, dang Skillet it! Skillet is a Christian rock band. Yeah, but their music is done in a way that it's not. It's not something that like is forcing a message to you or something. It's something that. Is generally trying to help help you release your tensions. They have songs about pretty much. They have songs that will that do talk about like God and stuff. But they also talk about things like depression or just lashing out. And addiction and Addic- stuff like that. They, yeah. addiction is a huge one. They uh, better than drugs is a big one for that. Yeah. Uh. So they're doing. And while they're they do have that message, whether whether you like it or not, they they can do songs that I think generally are trying to help people process emotion. Yeah, I think they're really good good at that. Yeah. And also, it's like if you want to spread a Christian message, the way to do it is not to force it on people; it's to let just let it be there, and if they want it, they can have it. Yeah. You know, if I had to give recommendations. Skillet, they have so many good albums is the thing. Uh All of Rise is a huge hit hit for me. I like I really love that album. That album I probably played more than anything through middle school. discography <laughs> Middle school high school. I don't know exactly when it came out. If I had to give three recommendations, Circus for a Psycho or Cir- yeah, Circus for a Psycho is Got one of the greatest guitar riffs you'll ever hear. It is up there with like Van Halen songs. Yeah. It is a really good song. Um, if you want a really good workout track, I would do either Feel Invincible or The Resistance. Those are both really good. Those are both or Back from the Dead. Or Feel Invincible or Back from the Dead for a workout track. Yeah. Those two uh it's from one of their more recent albums. Those two songs are one of those songs that make you feel invincible. You just keep getting pumped. Yeah. This is a huge workout band for me. And like I said, a huge nostalgia band. And if you want to go a little bit of a ballad route, I would go with those nights. Those nights is a song about what we're doing here. We're remembering all nostalgia. We're remembering uh like a line in the song is like Uh staying up late talking all night. Sitting by the bed, it's like sitting by the bed by the TV light. Yeah, and it's it's a really good song that I played it when we graduated. Yeah, because I was just like, this is the I want to remember all the friends I made. I want to remember all of this that this band, and I feel like this band encapsulates a lot of that era for me. Yeah, your number five. All right,
1: my number five again. Tone change is uh, and also I want to say white guy alert. <laughs> <laughs> Because by number five is Eminem. Um, All right, <laughs> and Eminem is not even because like I'm not that big of a rap fan. I like you know I like some newer stuff. I like. Some I don't think stuff. I have
0: any raps in this list, but there are some I do enjoy.
1: But just like rap in general is really like a fun genre for me to sing. Being mm-hmm. able to like string together those long phrases and get every word right. And Eminem specifically is one of my favorites because it might sound a little bit weird, but I can sing every single word in his <laughs> songs. <laughs> And I don't like <laughs> bleeping myself out. You're not wrong. Like, but so, that's funny that that's the reason. I know that that sounds like bad. And I don't like to, I don't like to go around telling people that, but it's just like, it's true. I don't like having to do that. Uh, yeah. I, there's definitely a few songs that I, I like that I can't say all the words yeah. to. It's like, I don't want to sound like an idiot and be like, you, Let's just yeah. not so, yeah, step on just, this cat's tail. But yeah, but. Eminem is just honestly he's fun. More than anything for me he's yeah. fun to to learn his songs and to sing them and I know you would
0: often use like really complex rap, rap songs as like warm-ups when we're in dressing rooms and stuff. It's yeah. just like cuz I guess they're they're like tongue twisters or vocal warm-ups where you can just like Yeah. If you can do it you're going to be fine. Exactly. Like I that's one thing that
1: when I'm able to get it like a song down when I'm able to hit every word it's sort of, because I'm a person who talks really, really fast. Yeah. So being able to to nail rap songs just helps me adapt to the way that I talk really fast.
0: The, have you ever seen, you're talking about talking really fast news and it's like a warm up. Have you ever seen the video of that, of that news reporter doing alphabet aerobics before she goes on, goes live? Oh my gosh. It's crazy. <laughs> she moves quicker than the song does. Yeah. Uh, But I I totally get that. Yeah. And- your Eminem recommendations. All right, let me let me think because I I don't want to do I want to do
1: some songs that if people look them up they're not just messed up because there's a few songs by they're Eminem they're messed
0: up. But <laughs> you need to find an entry level.
1: Yeah, because I I will I will include "Stan" as my first one mm-hmm. because "Stan" has a really good chorus. He, he has got that Dido sample, but it just tells a really good story. It tells like a cautionary tale about a fan who just goes off the deep end for for Eminem, and it's. It's really good that Eminem can address that and be so real with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do a fun one, and then I'm going to do a sad one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would say for a fun one, my name is. Okay. My name is is just uh, it's just really fun, and it's also one of those ones that I never learned the clean version. So if I listen to it on YouTube, <laughs> you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like saying all these random lyrics, and I'm rapping the real version, and I'm like, oh shoot.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Censoring that kind of stuff is hilarious. Always hilarious to it's, me.
1: It's funny me to picture Eminem recording a clean version of his own song because yeah. he's not the kind of person that I'd picture doing that. Yeah, but, I mean, he he had to for radio play, obviously. And then for a sad one, I'm gonna say, "When I'm Gone." When yep. I'm Gone is really, really, it, it, it's really real, and it's really like I can tell it comes from a place where Eminem like really believes what he's saying. So it's it's a it's a super good one for that. So that'll be my. My Eminem, also Godzilla with Juice World, very uh, recent. Yeah, and Juice World deserves a shout out. So, <laughs> all right, that's actually Eminem's fastest song now. Like past rap god Godzilla is his fastest. Is it really? Yeah. So it's kind of it's right. kind of crazy. He topped himself.
0: What are we up to? Four. Yeah. Okay. My number four, Joan Jet and the Black Hearts. That's a good choice. I love the stark contrast in our list where it's like I'm clearly in the past. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, but we'll we'll get out of it for the next two and back into it for the number one. Well, my my next one, my next four actually jump straight back into the past. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, and here's the thing, you're talking about. I've talked about three of my favorite bands: Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Def Leppard, and Poison are all, all on the same tour this yeah. year. If COVID gets to a place that I am comfortable or if I can get vaccinated or like if if it's safe enough to be able to attend in a concert, yeah. I would do so I would do That'd anything so to go cool. to that concert. And I was thinking I was weighing my options. I'm like, I'm no I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be feel comfortable going to this. But it sucks. Do you know when they'll be coming anywhere near here? Uh August, September. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad life. So that's a couple months. Well, maybe best case scenario. Maybe there'll be a miracle. miracle. <laughs> maybe Hit me up if it's, the, if it's like the end of November. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, sad. Um, But Georgia and the Blackheart, it goes back to like the rebellious teen that I was, where yeah. I was like really in, into that kind of music. And her music was, it was another example of just rock. And it was so cool. If I if um she had some good, Covers from other songs, like she also did "Dirty Deeds," from I the ACD that, song, yeah. song. Yeah, and it's really good. Um, if I had to give three recommendations for her, it would actually be a song called ACDC, <laughs> which is a song she has about. Uh, yeah, that's just a song to check out. And then the other two, my favorite album by her is an album called Album. Whoa,
1: I'd- it's got a
0: yellow <laughs> cover and it's just better. Jet on the on the cover with a white white guitar. Yeah. Uh it's just called album and it has two of my favorite songs which is no actually I'm going to take one of these back. I'll do who can you trust which is on that album yeah. which is obviously like <laughs> it it gets to the paranoia in me or about with that song but I'm like I still like this. Yep. Or um from that album too is fake friends which is yeah, it's something when it, you can relate to at least once in your life. But my recommendation will be Fresh Start, which I think is a newer song from her. Yeah. And that song's got a really good, like, it's got a really good drum beat to it, which I really like. Like, it opens with, like, a good roll, and then it just keeps going. Yeah. It's like the guitars come in, and the vocals. Uh, across the board, I just enjoy her music. And, of course, everyone like knows I love rock and roll, Bad Reputation. Yeah. Like, if if you like Bad Reputation, you'll like everything else she puts out because it's all that same vein. Yeah. All right. All right. You're so number n- four. Number four. Number four
1: is uh, actually one of my first favorite bands. I would say before I even, in fact, before
0: I even liked Billy Joel at all, mm-hmm. I liked the Eagles. The Eagles. I I knew the Eagles would be here because I it, was honestly expecting it to be number two.
1: No, it's it, the only reason it's so low is because. Let me look at my top three. Because I
0: think I... I got to guess your top three, remember? So yeah, we'll so I that.
1: was about to say, I, th- I think I have a really good top three, but the Eagles had to make it onto my list because I just love... Hotel California was actually my the second song I remember calling my favorite song. Mm-hmm. My first one was Bad Day by Daniel Powder, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he's not on the list because Daniel Powder didn't really do anything other than Bad Day. <laughs> I mean, he did, but you know, not anything important. I am. Stop on Daniel Powder. Anyways, but the Eagles, they are just, they have a really good vein of ballads mm-hmm. and of rock songs and of like those really, those feel good driving songs. that they, you get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of, you said driving songs. You know what the only thing I can ever think about with the Eagles is?
1: I think Life in the Fast Lane.
0: No. It's uh, that one scene in The Big Lebowski. Oh, okay. When he's, the taxi driver is singing to the Beatles and he's like, he, the The dude is in the back seat and that's his name the dude yeah <laughs> anyone who's not seen the movie uh he's just in the back seat he's just like come on man i've had a really bad day and i fucking hate the eagles <laughs> and then the taxi driver pulls over and pulls him out of the car and oh, kicks him out <laughs> on the side of like the la streets. jesus it's, it's such a good scene that whole movie's great <laughs> but that's uh, anytime anyone ever brings up the Eagles, yeah, which is more often than I th- than I think you would realize. Yeah, my teacher brought him up the other day, my professor, and um, I was like, I told him that story. He's like, yeah,
1: I, I think it's also funny, um. Since I'm going into three recommendations, I'll start with Hotel California. Mm-hmm. But I like to draw the the parallel between Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Eagles and the way they both compare California to like hell. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, that's what Hotel California has got like. Yeah, this whole underlying message of like heroin, like and
1: he's clearly like by the end and... of the song, you can tell he's talking about like what is a place that you can go and. I... I don't know. I don't want to go too deep into it because Hotel California is actually one of those songs people have lots of different theories about. Yeah, I is. just personally believe it's about hell. <laughs> okay. It's about someone dying. See, I think it's hell. about heroin. See, the only reason I think that is because I picture when he's when he sees the bright lights in the beginning of the, of yeah. the song. I could totally see that because like he gets like... into a car crash and dies and that's that's what I think.
0: Oh, I guess you're right.
1: That's that's the way I've always pictured it. Like, huh. he hits I the
0: gotta car. I re- th- got to redo that song. Listen to that yes. song now and rethink about it. I, I love just, just like it.
1: taking a song apart, like lyric by lyric or line by line, and just figuring out exactly what it could mean. And it's it's, it's so interesting. Okay, so but two more Eagles, um, "Life in the Fast Lane." Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's another really good one. That one actually is about drugs, in my yeah. opinion, at least. <laughs> I think that one's actually very very clear. Life in the that's fast lane, yeah. And then uh. Say Desperado for the third one. Solid, actually. I forget about Desperado
0: for some reason. I know. I forget. I don't forget about the song. I forget that that's them.
1: Yeah, it is really because I think that song's been covered by a a A lot lot of people. people. (laughs) All right. I just, I just love their version.
0: All right, three. Oh wait. You want to guess guess my number three, and then I'll try to guess your number
1: three. See, I don't. I just know what could be in your top three. Just knowing your, you know, at least two of them, but there's, there's. Because th- three,
0: the three artists that I think you like the most, you haven't said yet. So, that's so you got to I- think of which order they're in. Ah,
1: oh, Dang it. Um,
0: I'll give you a hint. My number three is a comedy band. Is it Ninja Sex Party? It is Ninja Sex yes! Party. Ninja okay. Sex Party is the whole reason I began growing my hair out. Yeah. Because Dan Avedon, who's on Game Grumps, he does a bunch of shows and stuff. One of the funniest men alive. He he talked about growing his hair out and giving it to charity, and that's the whole reason I started. Yeah, and you know, I'm to a decent length now. I think I'm gonna go a little bit longer and then do the ponytail and cut it from there. Yeah, it'll be shoulder length still, so I'll, it'll still be long hair. Don't care, but it'll be a few inches shorter. You got to keep those curls for blue curl. <laughs> Ninja's sex party is. I just giggle and <laughs> it it's it's the it's my brand of humor where I just like. <laughs> It's just the right amount of stupid. Yeah. It is just the right amount of stupid. (laughs) And and in such a good way, because, like, I can show... There's a lot of their songs I just can't show to people. (laughs) Because I'm like, "Mm, this is a a little bit... I can't...
1: (laughs) The ones you show me, I just end up, like... I can show you because you're also stupid, (laughs) is the thing.
0: Me and you are both stupid. I can't show these songs to, like... (laughs) <laughs> there's a certain level of friendship I have to have with you. Like, I know it's childish comedy, but just, like, the way that they... Because the songs are so good to be it's comedy not songs. Even chi- I won't even say it's childish. And here's the thing. Even their non-comedy songs, they have yeah. three cover albums called Under the Covers, one, two, and three. Yeah. And they're all fantastic. Oh, yeah. And, he, and there's another acoustic album with the Super Guitar Bros. They're all great. He did... Uh, um. Kiss from a Rose is on that one. He did that, a version of that. Yeah. And Brian Weck, uh, Ninja Brian. It's such a great... It's a, such a great comedy dynamic of the crazy man and the straight man. Yeah. You know? Where it's, And you go through these, and of course, we'll get to my number one, but he he did introduce me to my number one favorite band, which we will get to here in a bit. If I had to give my recommendations... The first one would be this is so hard because I love all I love so much of their songs. Yeah. If I had to go with. And they also have these great like interludes, like little like 20 second shorts on all of their albums to like just kind of like as a spacer between the songs. Yeah. From their latest album, The Prophecy. I would definitely say this is the song I relate to the most. It's called I Don't Know What We're Talking About. Yeah. And I haven't for a while. It's just a song about a dude on a date. And he has, and he's just completely has no idea what they're talking about. And like, I can relate to that or it's I like, you've been one. talking for a bit. And I just, ha- I was thinking about pterodactyls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause you told me that was like the
0: one that had to be like an amalgamation of your brain. Like that it, was it is what my was. It's like, this is what, how I think this is how I, this is what happens when I'm in math. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another song, my second recommendation will be off a of Cool Patrol, which is, an, which is one of the more recent albums, but not the most recent, uh, I think it's going to be Danny Don't You Know, which is, it's still a comedy song, but it's not, there's a, there's a tone to it. It's a song about where Dan kind of talks about. I, I relate to that song a lot. I was bullied relentlessly in middle school. It was awful. It got to the point I had to leave school for the bit. Yeah. And that song is really just it ta- it relates to me emotionally on a certain level of just like, listen, you're you're weird, you're young, you're awkward, but like listen, eventually you're gonna get older and none of that's gonna matter. You're gonna be you're gonna you can be the cool guy you wanna be and you can do whatever you want. Just to have fun, be yeah. cool. That song, like first time I heard it, I did I th- I got a little teary theory to it. I related to it a little bit too much. Yeah. And on a lighter note, um, also off of Cool Patrol, all I'm gonna say, eating food in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> eating food in the shower. <laughs> That's the name of the song. It's eating food in the shower. <laughs> and <laughs> the the music video for that one is also great because it's like it's like this couple. It's like well. We're eating food in the shower. By the way, I hired a mariachi band, and they're also here. <laughs> it's just like the certain correct level of weird and stupid. Yeah, you, you don't go too far. And here's the thing: I didn't mention any of their songs. That like, there's a good fifty percent of their songs are about boning. But like, <laughs> if you want that vein, go to Heart Boner, which is like a love ballad, like almost like a poison style love ballad, but it's it's called Heart Boner. Yeah. All right, you're number three. If I had to guess,
1: wait, can I? I need to give you. You gotta give me something. Okay, so my top three is there's one artist and two bands. Two bands, okay. And I know the artist. Number already. three is a bit older than um than. The Beatles. That nailed is it. it. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. The Beatles, because I, I've always loved the Beatles simply because we used to have Beatles rock band when I was in elementary school. So like yep. that's when I learned most of their songs. But it's just like, as I've gotten older, I've found that some of their songs are just like perfect. Just like for for listening to something weird or listening to something like... It's so strange because they, they don't make regular music. They they definitely found their niche in music, but it's like,
0: it's such a wide they variety. Have, they were pioneers for a lot yeah. in a time, and like, I should have put Beatles as another honorable mention. Yeah. I, I know a guy with a Beatles tattoo, like yeah, yeah. on his arm, and I also realized with that band, I think everyone, you know how, especially with like the Eagles, everyone thinks of like Hotel California, or if you think of um a different band, you'll you'll have a song that you initially equate to them. Yeah, like ACDC, a lot of people think of Shoot to throw or Thunderstruck first. Yeah, with the Beatles, everyone has a different song. That they think of immediately.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and it's weird because they did,
0: and it's also it's also funny to me that they were
1: famous as this band made all these famous songs, and then both, or not both, I, all four of them individually. I said both because I'm thinking of Paul McCartney, McCartney and, John, and John, Lennon John Lennon because they're the most famous solo artists. But they all went out and uh-huh. did their own solo stuff, and it's you know pretty popular.
0: There's a really interesting story about the drummer that was that was originally a part of the Beatles before. Ringo Star? No, right?
1: Uh Ringo Ringo was the one who stayed with them. I Yeah, Ringo's I know the one that stayed with about. them.
0: But there is another drummer that was originally. Going Wait, was to be Harrison part of the drummer band. or was I don't remember. No, Harrison played played bass. Bass. I don't know.
1: Ringo was the drummer.
0: <clears throat> oh, I feel I feel stupid for not knowing that, but hey, I mean yeah. <laughs> it, it's like wham where you're like george michael and the, the other one it's like people also go
1: back and forth with careless whisper like saying it's by george michael or it's by wham yeah it's like they're both the
0: same song you
1: do it doesn't matter but
0: <laughs> everyone thinks of a different song with the beatles i i personally yeah. think of obel D obel da
1: yeah people verse.
0: people think of like they, they separate their
1: they like boy band and mm. like sort of cleaner stuff versus their like psychedelic stuff mm-hmm. like they always separate those two eras because they were pioneers in both of those like mm-hmm. they were one of the first big boy bands um and then they started I don't know if that's those, like, the term i would use but it
0: is you're technically you're correct yeah
1: i don't i don't know exactly what i call them but i just remember like the hottest boy band in the world is not d12 it's it's Beals. the Beatles Beals. <laughs> but I, I i need to do three suggestions um so i'm gonna do like what i've been doing with the other ones and pick three different yeah so my favorite of their like psychedelic stuff is probably "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." That's pretty good. It's just because I know I like "I'm the Walrus" because of that same reason, <laughs> like how it's like the lyrics are just like trippy and trippy weird and to and listen weird. to. But just like "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds" does also it some really cool King
0: would become, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's actually that's why I like them too, is because of that like psychedelic stuff. Did either of us have?
0: Okay, we'll get to you then. You gave me an eyebrow <laughs> raise.
1: Uh, but I guess for... I guess I I saw her standing there would be my
0: second recommendation.
1: Mm-hmm. And then...
0: My um, go-to for them was will always be Back in the USSR. Um, I really like that song. I really
1: like that song, but
0: for my, my third <clears throat> suggestion, I want to pick something...
1: Yesterday was... Yesterday was just a Paul McCartney. No, yesterday was by No, them. Yesterday was the Beatles.
0: Beatles. Because I, Beatles.
1: I can never remember whether because Paul McCartney had wings and he had yeah. his own solo stuff, and, and then he's recorded up with the Beatles. So it's kind of hard yeah. to remember which. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday
0: is a Be-
1: Beatles But yeah, I'd say because yesterday wasn't like either of those. Like it's mm-hmm.
0: it's like one of the slower ones. Kind of like um, uh, Desperado was for the Eagles. How did neither me neither neither me or you mention Here Comes the Sun? considering we we were a part of a theater show one of our early theater shows was to that song had that song is like the main theme listen i when i think of that
1: song weirdly even though it was in our show i think of the b movie so (laughs) you know fair enough so it's it's not one of the first ones i think of but it's definitely i mean all all the songs like that are very pretty like Every time they
0: tried to do a slow and pretty song it that I've really heard, good. they did a really good job. Hey Jude is a masterpiece to me. Yeah. All right. My number two. You Done? Yeah. All right. My number two.
1: Wait, I've, I'm going to guess it.
0: Wait, can you, because I know. It's not a band. It's a person. So I'm assuming Jonathan Young? It's Jonathan Young. Yes. Jonathan Young is another YouTube. Uh, I'll, I'll hesitate to even say that because he's just a good mu- musician. Yeah. He does these pop punk or heavy punk style uh par or not parody uh covers of songs and I have a playlist on my phone just that is it's every song he does cuz every song he does is a banger every song he does even if I don't like it initially I'm like this yeah. is this might be a little too far into his style yeah. and then I'm like listening to it and I'm like no, this is this is good. This is really good, actually. I also really like his Disney covers. His Disney covers are great. His anime covers. His he does meme. He does covers of everything. This man is prolific with throwing song or not throwing out, but crafting song, doing these covers. And here's the thing. He also does original stuff. And that's gonna be my recommendation. Is one of his my number one recommendation will be a cover or an original song he did called Bait. If you haven't heard that song, you need to yeah it and coming from this guy who's like primarily like doing music on YouTube and for the internet um that song you can tell it it's voicing some kind of frustration, but like in a good way, or like you can tell that that hits some kind of note, like mm-hmm. there was something he was pulling from for that song, and of course, like as much as I' rock if I've been playing, I love pop punk a lot, yeah, um. Other than that, I will mention two of his covers that really stand out: uh, "Crazy Noise in Bizarre Town," which is a JoJo Bizarre Adventure cover. Um, I know, amongst like his fan stuff, the JoJo things kind of became a meme of themselves. But like specifically the video he did for "Crazy Noise in Bizarre Town," it's just hilarious because it's just like this crazy like imagery. It's like he's on a green screen like dancing around. I'm just like, this is this is this puts me in the a good mood and the song itself is great. It's yeah. better than the normal opening in my opinion. And then if you want if you want something a little bit heavier, do um you're going to go far kid, which is a out I'm going to get uh, the song. offspring. Offspring, that's it. It's a cover it's an offspring song. Um it's done with one other uh female singer I can't remember her name here. I actually want to pull this up because I want to I want to point her out Um, on this place. It's Laura Babic, I think, is the name. I don't familiar actually. Yeah, um, them doing that song together. It, it, it gets heavy. She specifically goes through the, like, an entire vocal range in that song. Yeah. Um, and there's he puts these really good breakdowns in all of his songs. It's like, or like some really good like keyboard work if you go on Twitter or even my Twitter cuz I th- I know I retweeted it he definitely had he ha- has video of him just playing songs and he he is insane he was actually I think at one point he was roommates with Family Jewels yeah which I find hilarious cuz they were part of that online music community yeah they both shred <laughs> they're amazing they're amazing and the same way I talked about with Family Jewels having this very grandiose thing Jonathan Young almost has a more grounded, like it's felt, it's meant for the individual. Yeah, and I know that that's some, that's some <laughs> it's crazy stuff. That's some deep shit I'm talking, but like <laughs> that's what I feel when I f- listen to his music. Yeah. Okay, I've rambled. You're number two, Pink Floyd. Yeah. All right. Okay. I was then I definitely say... know. Then you're number. Then of course Billy Joel for- We'll get to that. But yeah. Pink Floyd.
1: I was about to say we already we already mentioned earlier in the list Billy, Billy Joel was on here, so yep. it wasn't a surprise to anyone that
0: Billy Joel was my number one. Yeah, but Pink Floyd. Um, it's also not a surprise to anyone who knows you. Yeah,
1: exactly. But like people know me for liking Billy Joel, and honestly, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, it's not a bad image to have. But Pink Floyd, I really got into. I wouldn't say recently because I've liked mm-hmm. their music for a long time, but I, I really got into how they tell stories with their albums. Like the way that you can listen to Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall just straight through, mm-hmm. and like they just pack—they pack their albums well, like they they're even, writing a story. They or, even did or a that because
0: The Wall had a movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Wall with the—that's <laughs> bizarre imagery. My stepdad made a joke to me. Um, he said, "Because I have a friend who is like smokes a lot." Of... Oh, hold on. We're getting a <laughs> phone
0: call. This is important. Oh yeah, Nico, you're on a podcast. Podcast. You're on a. Uh,
1: we take one so one phone call. I to was podcast. wondering if uh, you were gonna
0: play Among Us tonight. I uh, no, I got, <laughs> <laughs> No, I got, I got a bunch of. We got more podcasts to do later. Do okay. do it without me. All right. Well, look with your podcast. All right. Like we just multitask <laughs> and play Among Us while we're talking <laughs> about movies. <laughs> I'm never, if someone calls me in the middle of a podcast, unless it's like, I'm going to answer it, because yeah. it's just, it's good comedy to put people on the spot. Like I that. would really like to do like, and not even like
1: planned ones, just one random phone call every time it we do a podcast. It keeps happening.
0: It keeps happening.
1: <laughs> Wait, didn't my sister call while we were doing a podcast, I or did, was that?
0: No, that was after the podcast. That was after It was the like right after we recorded it. It was right it. after. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta set somebody up so
1: they call like, <laughs> but Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, uh. But anyways, I have a friend who smokes a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and my stepdad was like, "You should go hang out with uh with Parker and then watch the wall." Because <laughs> it's just that trippy, but it is the same thing with the dark side of the moon, band. Though. It's like it's those songs are made to be listened to while you're like
0: kind of <laughs> tripping out. Can I can I say that as much as people love the Dark Side of the Moon, The Wall is my preferred album.
1: I think so too. Honestly, as much as I love songs like Time is one of my it's definitely one of my tops.
0: I, I, I specifically like express my experience with school and stuff. Another break in the wall is a huge yeah.
1: like as much as I love songs like money and stuff like that, like two of my three recommendations are going to be from the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I said, time is one of my recommendations. I'd say comfortably numb is my second. And mm, wait,
0: I might have to do. I would say, I'll, I will say, though, my absolute favorite. Yeah. Wish You Were Here. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, like, Wish You Were Here has also got, like, that really cool, that album's got some really cool cover art, too. Yeah. Where it's, like, oh, the yeah. one dude on fire that. and the other dude looking, and... It's so... You know what? Since you suggested Wish You Were Here,
1: I'm gonna give one more suggestion yeah. because I wanted. I want to do... I want to call out this song. I don't want to... But, uh, Hey You. Hey You is from is from The Wall, and it's just, like, that, that slow start, it's like, Na,
0: na, 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 na. I
1: I love that intro for that song, like the the way that it kind of like echoes when he says "Hey, you." I don't know. I just I just love the audio effects they use. It is good.
0: All right, all right. Number ones. My number one. I you uh, we're da- We know yours is Billy Joel. I know your number one. You know my number one. Is it Rush? It's Rush. Yes. Introduced to me by Dan Avidon, Danny Sexbang ninja sex party yeah talking about it on his show and i started listening to this band and it's everything my over analytic brain loves yeah it's it's these grandiose rock operas where they're do they're the same reason you like the pink floyd albums where they're telling a whole story yeah. every song is a story yeah for the with that band oh, i love stuff like that it it and it's crazy and i any anytime and here's my first recommendation anytime you've got 20 minutes to spare cuz that's how long this song is it's yeah. 20 minutes long listen to 2112 2112 is this grandiose rock opera yeah. about uh, just a, a world a 1984 style future in the year 2021 yeah or 2112 sorry that's closer. Twenty twenty one. Huh? <laughs> In the year twenty one twelve, where music is like this taboo thing, and it's extreme, but like, and it it, but it's not even the lyrics where they're explaining it. You they tell the story with the sound, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, both um both the bassist and the drummer Neil part have have passed away last year, I think. Um. I want they're both they're both insanely good at what they did. Like Neil Pearl is one of the greatest drummers you're ever gonna I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name right. But he's one one of the greatest drummers. YYZ That song is parodied in Archer and regular show as being like of course the most complicated drum solo you're ever gonna hear. Yeah. And if you go to Russia's website, they have these super long, like detailed descriptions about what the songs are about. Yeah. And like and pointing out things that like you don't hear your third or fourth time listening to the song. So twenty one twelve is my first recommendation. My second recommendation um is gonna be limelight. Okay. Limelight um especially if you're a type of person who works who works in theater or in acting or in movies or whatever. Limelight is a, or even music of course with them. It's the kind of song that is meant to relate to you. It's, it's meant to be like, yes, you, you, we've, we've grown up with this idea of fame and fortune, all this kind of stuff. But it, what what is what's the consequences of it, or what's the is this truly what you want, or is this what's been projected that your it's your desires? Yeah, I I can't just do three recommendations. I have to do two more. Subdivisions is yeah. another one. If if you want a more of a like mellow song, subdivision has is like these really long piano chords, and it's very slow. And it 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 kind of um a line from it's like in the high school halls, in the shopping malls, conformed or be cast out, and that tells you everything you need to know about that song. Yeah. And then my all-time, this might be my all-time favorite song right here, Cinderella Man. Okay. Cinderella Man is this, I think it relates better today than any other song. It's a song where you just hear the story of this dude. It's like, who Who wants to do good he wants to do everything and but he's treated as crazy because of being kind yeah uh, because he he's the antagonist meanwhile but because he's but because he's doing what he knows is right um the manic depressive who walks in the rain is so lying, I have thought about getting tattooed, yeah, like I would be lying if I've said I haven't thought about that, but it it's such. It's such a good song, and it, the instrumentals themselves I could listen to on repeat. Let alone the lyrics, I like I will read Rush lyrics like novels.
1: And the funny thing to me is that one of their one of their most popular songs is probably one of their shortest songs, and that would be Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer.
0: Yeah. Everyone knows Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer is like the scratched surface of how deep it is like you 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 scratch the surface of your table and then the deepness of the lyrics are is the center of the earth. Yeah. That's the difference between that and like I like Tom Sawyer it's fine, but it is not their best song. Um it, it, that that's just a rabbit hole I could go down forever.
1: Yeah. And a quick note about Rush, there's an ABC sitcom called The Goldbergs <laughs> and one of the characters which weirdly has like a curly like long curly hair that goes into ponytail. Um he loves Rush. That's that's his thing. Yeah. And he gets one of the main characters of the of the show to fall in love with him by showing them a Rush cassette. It's set in the 80s. Yeah. And she gets in the car and listens to it and she's automatically in love with him and love with Rush. Like well, it's Rush, so funny it's, that it affects her that quickly.
0: Yeah, cuz that's what the, <laughs> that band does. Yeah. It is such an in-depth look at emotion and storytelling and it's everything I love about Movies and shows and music—it it is us. It is distilling our human emotions into something physical. Yeah, it is. It is desiring all of our desires and hatreds and everything we feel, all of our emotion into a medium. And I know, I sound like I'm. Um, I should be listening to a Pink Floyd album right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a good I good s- way to put that, <laughs> <laughs> but. I, I'm not. It's just how much I love that band. I love how what they stand for and what they do. And they're not afraid to do to challenge your ideals and think make you think further. Think yeah. better. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> it's and like I, I'm gonna let you go on about Billy Joel now. <laughs> See,
1: this is the funny thing to me about, about Billy Joel is that all of my suggestions are none of them are going to be his hit singles, mm-hmm. um, because I really want to suggest songs. Because when when you hear Billy Joel, you obviously think something like "Piano Man" or "We Didn't Start the Fire," but I really want to like a really give a lot of good suggestions. Like, yeah, he yeah he had tons. I mean, like, because his first album came out in his first solo album, at least. He was in multiple bands before he was mm-hmm. ever just Billy Joel, but. think his first album came out in 1971
0: yeah um rush would have been not long before that either
1: yeah so we we, at least our our first artists are like around the same time period but Billy joel you know he kept making music all the way his last album with lyrics was in the 90s -hmm. and then he did this really cool instrumental one but nobody listens to that because it's all like classical Mm -hmm. because he's a an amazing composer even without like because he writes his music first But that's one of the things I love about him is that he's just he uses his music to tell the story, just like you said, like Rush does. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite songs by him is one that I think sums him up. It's called Summer Highland Falls. Yeah. And he announces it, I think, at Shea Stadium. He's like, this is for all the manic depressives out here tonight. Because it's literally, it's a song about how he's just just thinking about how his relationship isn't going well and how his life isn't going, how he wants it to go. And he actually tells the story or and tells like the emotion through the arpeggios he plays in that song. Cause they go up and down just like a manic depressive does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that was actually, I think the point of him writing that it's just, it's just amazing songwriting.
0: I, I put Billy Joel as my number nine and I, I it was so hard for me not to put him like higher, but I was just like, I know this is gonna be so high on Jake's yeah. list. I know, but you had some really good ones. I, I mean, know, and it's just like I had to sum up. It's like I know what this musician means to Jake. It means the same thing to him that Rush means to me. Yeah, and I'm gonna let like, I gotta let him <laughs> take take that. Him.
1: It's like ooh because I don't want to. Because Summer Highland Falls is actually I think that's Billy Joel's favorite Billy Joel song, mm-hmm. right? But um, there's a few of them that literally are not hit singles at all that I just love. Um Piano Man and Glass Houses are actually two of my favorite of his albums. Mm-hmm. Um Glass Houses had some really good ones like All for Lena and Sete Etois. And Sete Etois, even though I like that one, is actually Billy Joel's least favorite Billy oh, really? Joel song. <laughs> he hates it so much because he wrote the French lyrics, performed it in France and they thought he was speaking Polish because he was just so bad as bad at speaking French <laughs> 'cause he's he's from New York and he still has that accent he's kept you know even when he lived in l a and I could tell you this whole man's life story but <laughs> but I'm not going i'm not gonna deep i'm not deep dive that much I just wanna like you know I just love his music
0: I just think that he's a really he's like a kindred spirit to me he he's he's great he's an an aspiration. What like music can be? He to me is like the everyman of music. Yeah, like he can he can do those
1: amazing guitar <clears throat> songs, amazing piano songs, and he's even though his voice, some people would, I mean, I, I think his his high notes are always amazing, but people say his voice isn't like one of the best. But I mean, he just it's really uses what he his has. music yeah. for his songs exactly. And
0: That's, here's the thing: they'll say the same thing with uh with um with Rush that like. Oh the 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 singing is weird. It's like no, it, the singing is what it what this song needs. Yeah. So if like you think you're not that good of a singer, it doesn't matter. Just just do your best and write what your voice will speak. What yeah. your voice is going to be able to portray what what your if it's coming from something you truly believe like I think Billy Joel and Rush both do. Yeah, if it's something you truly relate to, you truly are trying to put through. It's it's gonna be good, yeah. or it's gonna be at least something you can be proud of.
1: But I uh, I think I think giving the three recommendations, I'd like to I'd like to point to some that people wouldn't wouldn't usually know. Um, so my first recommendation I'm gonna say is sleeping with the television on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you ever heard of that one? No, I haven't. It's a uh, I, I definitely need to show it to you because it's it's one of my favorites of his. It starts out with that old like at the end of the TV day, it plays like. The uh I guess it plays the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, it starts out with that and then it goes in like straight into this. It's this kind of song that you'd want to sing on a stage, like sing during karaoke because you could just get full like dancing and mm-hmm. singing, like it's it's a it's awesome. Um and I believe that one is on Glass Houses. Um but then one from Piano Man I'd say Stop in Nevada wait yeah i guess stop in nevada that one's about like a woman finally getting tired of being with her husband and just running away and Mm -hmm. telling him you know i'm and i'm not sure why she's why she tells him she's gonna stop in nevada because like she doesn't say where she just leaves a letter telling him she's going to and then she's gonna be gone like to california forever so kind of kind of a mean letter Honestly, just the, <laughs> just letting you know, I gotta get gas. Just Yeah. It's like, I think my car can make it to Nevada. I'm not sure why I'm telling you this, but I, I think I can make it all the way there before I have to stop. <laughs> Her husband's like, please. <laughs> but I, third one is. Hmm. Okay. Wait, this, this song has a really, really awkward. I don't know why I say awkward. It's just like, every time I hear the beginning, it's like, don't, don't. Dun, dun. Yeah, but then it like it slows down um, I'm trying to think <laughs> i trying to remember <laughs> I'm trying to get into the songs I can talk about it. but it's um oh my gosh dude I don't know why I'm blanking on the name of this song it's one of the ones like like I said not a hit single at all but just uh, one of my favorite ones by him
0: while you're looking at it I'm gonna go ahead and put my three cause Billy Joel was on my list yeah yeah I'm going to do um moving out big shot which are both yeah story song like these songs telling a very detailed story and uh, the song that I I think I equate I equate to our friendship a lot is scenes from an italian restaurant oh my gosh I don't know that's why such a, that's a good one I can't think of that song not think of you and think about all the good times me and you have had and that
1: is like one. Of, that's actually one of his longest ones. You'd think
0: that he'd have a few.
1: Yeah, I like long songs, <laughs> but he he does, like he doesn't do that many um, long standing ones. But that one just works so well. It's almost like Bohemian Rhapsody because it's cut in different like sections, mm-hmm. um, and I I like that. But the one I was talking about was actually called um. Th- these are both from Glass Houses. I don't uh. It's called I don't want to be alone, and then Sleeping with the Television On is on there too. All right. I don't want to be alone is like starts off kind of awkward then slows down and just really it it's a really sweet story but it's really honest too like it's like you don't actually want to be with me you just don't want to be alone like Mm -hmm. that that emotional connection isn't heavy but it's like he's okay with that like he's with her he's gonna be with her anyways but he's like you don't actually want this you just want the satisfaction that it brings Ooh, so i love that love that message and then I'll just throw in worst comes to worst because yeah. that one's from Piano Man. Not a hit single, but really, really good one.
0: This was such a good podcast. I, I love talking about music. And we got we got more of these to do and we're gonna be doing more I think we're gonna we're gonna do more top ten stuff because this was really good. Yeah, yeah. we're doing one more today too. So Like I said,
1: we really I really do wanna do uh directors.
0: I we think need to do that. I need to
1: explore my directors.
0: That'd be good. I know
1: because I know you you'd be good for that, but I need to actually like. You think I went on
0: about Rush? Wait until you see me go into movies. I
1: think I already know who your number one
0: would be for. Well, we're we're gonna do that. I'm just. The second I just, just want to go ahead and say that. But I, I think already. I think we're gonna wrap up. Yeah, I think we're gonna be doing. It. This was definitely longer than an hour, but. <laughs> hey, I think it was worth it. If people listen, go through and listen, they would get some real insight. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely a definitely insight into our brains. Yeah. So, all right. I think we're good here.
1: Yeah.